Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, that's not exactly how I drew up the first day of the NCAA tournament. Two really good games, two games that went right down to the wire. I worked up a lather, and if we get 67 of those, I can tell the wife I have a new weight loss program because I'll sweat out a few pounds, I know that much. But unfortunately for me, I'm still looking for that first elusive victory after two games. So let's recap the losing card for Tuesday. I played SEMO plus the four against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. You can look at it, glass half full or glass half empty. SEMO was within one multiple times in the final 30 seconds. You could say I should have won, but Texas A&M Corpus Christi was at the line in the closing seconds. If they make two, I lose. They only make one of two at the line. I push, I move on, I call it a day. Then of the nightcap, a good basketball game between Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. Way too many points in the first half. It was raining three-pointers. That cost me a first half under. The unofficial podcast first half unders. One and one now in the NCAA tournament, by the way. In the second half, Mississippi State battles back. They get up one with, what, 20 seconds to go. If they get a stop of Pittsburgh, then foul game starts, and I hope to cover. Unfortunately for me, Pittsburgh makes the shot. They go up one. Now I have the basketball 2.7 seconds on the clock. I only have one request. Don't win the game by one. If you're going to shoot it and make it, please let it be a three. They inbounce it to the corner. He shoots a three. Everything I dreamed of. Does it go in and I cover? No, it rims out. I lose. We also backed that one on Twitter. So unfortunately, I lose on it twice. Yeah, it was so close, but that's how it goes sometimes. Then in the NIT, I bet the little school, Liberty against the big school, Villanova, and we cashed that ticket. Unfortunately for me, no one took the other side on better edge. So for the day, I lose $40, but I had a fun night of basketball, and now we move on to the next. So our Wednesday games in the NCAA tournament, I dropped these on the Tuesday podcast. I'm once again on Texas Southern, minus the two against Fairleigh Dickinson, hoping for my first NCAA tournament win. And I'm on Nevada, plus the two against Arizona State. Then also here on Wednesday in the NIT, I'm on Youngstown State, plus the six and a half at home against Oklahoma State. Same angle, I'm playing the little school, hosting the big school. Then for the NCAA tournament on Thursday, I'm going to give you all 16 of my plays here, and I'm going to go rapid fire. The wife's waiting for me to watch the new Ted Lasso episode, season three dropped, I guess. And she said, hey, get this podcast done so we can watch a little TV. So here we go. Play number one on Thursday. You know I'm going to do it. It's Illinois. Right now, the line's down to two, I believe, over Arkansas. I played it at three and a half. That's still on field, so I'm going to add it now at two as well. So give me the fight in Illini plus the two over Arkansas. I promise to play Illinois in every tournament game until they're eliminated, so I really hope I get to bet on them again on Saturday. Then I'm on Arizona, minus the 14 and a half over Princeton. This one is locked in. I placed this Sunday on the podcast. It did get filled, so I know I have action on this play. I have the Wildcats winning the national championship in my bracket. Arizona is ranked number six in offensive efficiency. Princeton 117th. I just don't expect the Tangers to be able to hang with the high-scoring Wildcats for a full 40 minutes of basketball. So I'm going to go Arizona minus the 14 and a half. That's a little light against a really good team. Then I'm also going to go heavy chalk here again. I'm on Kansas minus the 21 and a half over Howard. I locked this one in Sunday night on the podcast. It has been filled, so I have action on this. 
Once again, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I missed laying 40 in the first round in these mismatched games. I think we'll see a 30 to 40 point blowout. This is probably going to be one of them between Kansas and Howard. Next up, another one I expect similar. I'm taking Alabama minus the 22 and a half over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So it's the number one overall seed against a team from the 31st ranked conference. I'm going to lay another big number here. So roll tide, Alabama minus the 22 and a half. Next up, a game that I'm kind of dreading a little bit here. It's Texas A&M minus the three and a half over Penn State. So look at the wins. Texas A&M, 15 and three in the SEC, 25 and nine overall with six of those losses this year against NCAA tournament teams. Had Illinois beat Penn State in the Big Ten tournament, I think the Nittany Lions would have been sweating out selection Sunday. A&M likely underseeded. Penn State potentially overseeded. Penn State ranks 122nd in defense. If they hit their threes, it's probably a game over for me, but I do like the Aggies to pull this one out. So I'm on Texas A&M minus the three and a half over Penn State. Then in a game that I'm flip-flopping on, it's West Virginia minus the two over Maryland. I had this game really highly ranked on my list, but as the time goes on, I continue to move it down. It's a couple top 20 teams in the Ken Palm rankings. Virginia was 8-13 and 13 against top 50 teams this year. Maryland 8-10. and 10. The Terps away from home, we hear about how bad they are. They were 5-11, and 11, but the Mountaineers were only 6-10. and 10. So once again, this is an evenly matched game. The Mountaineers have four guys that average in double digits. I like their offense just a little bit better. So I'm going to stick with that play, West Virginia, minus the two. Then my next game is Boise State plus the one and a half over Northwestern. Two top 20 defenses here. I'm going to enjoy watching the basketball game. Northwestern has the best player on the floor, but the best threesome belongs to the Broncos of Boise State. So I'm going to take Boise State plus the one and a half over Northwestern. Uh, Next up on the card, I'm going to play Iowa, the Hawkeyes, plus the seven over Auburn. So edge the Tigers on location. I know that. Iowa's a puzzle that I just never figured out all season, but they can score. Can they play defense? That's the big question. But I do have a good offensive team. Auburn scared me at times this year with their offense. So give me the Hawkeyes plus the one over the Tigers. Then I'm going to take a dog here. I'm taking Colgate, a big number, plus the 13 and a half over Texas. At least it's not that 14 number I seem to have bad luck with. Colgate has proven they can score this year. Texas is a good, good basketball team. But I have a funny feeling this one might be single digits. So I'm going to take Colgate plus the 13 and a half over the Longhorns. I'm also going to play San Diego State minus the five over Charleston. On the Sunday podcast, I thought this line was going to get back down to like three, three and a half. I was wrong. It's at five. I see it at five and a half in places, but I think the Aztecs are still a really, really good team out of the Mountain West this year. A complete team. Charleston's on the rise. They had a great season, but I'm going to lay the five with the Aztecs. Another big chalky number for me. I'm taking Houston minus the 19 and a half over Northern Kentucky. This will be a low, low scoring game, I hope. So the loss to Memphis in the American Championship might have been a blessing without Sasser. They learned a lot about the basketball team again. I expect a complete effort from the Cougars on Thursday as they bounce back over the or, uh, Northern Kentucky there. Uh, then I'm going to play a dog, UNC Asheville, plus the 17 and a half over UCLA. Uh, yeah, tough to go against the Bruins, but I've, I've been giving UNC Asheville a little bit of love towards the end of the season. A lot of research on them. Got to watch them at the eye test a few times. 
They're a team that could make it really interesting with UCLA as they match up defensively. So I'm just going to grab the 17 and a half there with UNC Asheville. Next up, it's Virginia minus the five and a half over Furman. So before the tip, I'm calling for foul game late to cover already. I know this is going to be a nail biter late in the basketball game. Virginia burned me a couple times late in the season, but I still like them. And I think they get this one home late. It may take foul game, but give me the Cavaliers minus the five and a half over Furman. Next up, I'm on Duke minus the six and a half over Oral Roberts. This one is locked and filled on better edge. Oral Roberts in the Summit League, I get to watch them multiple times per year in person. This is a really good basketball team. They can score. This is going to be an ACC-type scoring game. I'm staying, though. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to stay with Duke. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm also traveling to the book with a friend that's a big Duke fan. So for my safety, I'm just going to back the Blue Devils. I don't want him doing anything to me in the middle of the night, drawing on my face or anything like that. Then I'm going Utah State minus the three over Missouri. So I bet Missouri plus the two on Sunday. And now I can say I've officially flipped. These two teams rank ninth and 12th in offensive efficiency. All the computer numbers tell me to bet the Aggies. I normally remove a game from the card if I flip, but this is the NCAA tournament. So I'm going to play it this time. Utah State minus the two for me. Yeah, I'm doubling up the units on it because I already have one unit on Missouri. So the net here is going to be Utah State minus the two for a unit. Then the final game, Tennessee minus the 11 and a half over Louisiana. Same thing here. I flipped on this game. I like Louisiana on Sunday. I put Louisiana in on Sunday. And now I almost feel like there's been too much overreaction to the ball's injury. So now I'm going to go Tennessee minus the 11 and a half over Louisiana. So now let's recap the card for you. I'm all over the board. Once again, I will be off the grid Thursday and Friday. All of my Friday plays I'll put on the podcast for tomorrow. I just want a winner. I want one winner. So hopefully one of these two will hit on Wednesday. I'm on Texas Southern minus the two over Fairleigh Dickinson. I'm on Nevada plus the two over Arizona State. NIT, once again, I'm on Youngstown plus the six and a half against Oklahoma State. Then for Thursday in the NC2A, I'm on the Fighting Illini plus the two. I'm on Arizona, minus the 14 and a half. I'm on Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, minus the 21 and a half. I'm on the Tide of Alabama, minus the 22 and a half. I'm on Texas A&M, minus the three and a half. I'm on West Virginia, minus the two. I'm on Boise State, plus the one and a half. I'm on Iowa, plus the one. I'm on Colgate, plus the 13 and a half. I'm on San Diego State, minus the five. I'm on Houston, minus the 19 and a half. I'm on UNC Asheville, plus the 17 and a half. I'm on Virginia, minus the five and a half. I'm on the Dukies, minus the six and a half. I'm on Utah State, minus the two. And I'm on Tennessee, minus the 11 and a half. It should be a great, great week of college basketball. I hope everyone enjoys it. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.